everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. You guys know this is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because it's all about Jesus. I know that you are tuning into this podcast today to be encouraged from God, to be encouraged by His Holy Spirit, to be encouraged by Jesus. And I pray that you receive that in full. I pray that you are encouraged from Scripture. And so I just want to encourage you with this Scripture today, Colossians 3, 23 through 24, right before we go into this interview with my dear friend Jordan McKinney. And it just talks about working for the Lord. So I encourage you today in whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. I would rather be serving Christ than anything else in this world. We know from Ephesians 4.1, as a prisoner for the Lord, that I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. You have received a calling, but who are you a prisoner to? I pray that the gifts and abilities God has given you, you are seeking Christ. You are seeking him as your boss. And I encourage you, to be content. And if you are not content in whatever situation you're in, if you're anxious, if you're ashamed, if you're anything that is not of God, if you're feeling stressed, I pray you take a deep breath today in this moment and know 1 Timothy 6, 6 through 10. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. So I want to encourage you today, Proverbs 16, 3, commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. I pray that God's word gives you peace today, that you have the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know that against such things there is no law. I wanna encourage you with this last thing, Romans 12, two. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, and what is acceptable and perfect. And I just pray that whatever is facing you today, that you just pray this prayer. I know I'm praying this in my own life. Jesus, I do not want to be conformed to this world. Lord, transform me, renew my mind, that I may do what is in your will, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So here we go. Without further ado, let's dive into our conversation with my dear friend, Jordan McKinney, where we're talking about books, blogging, and her precious daughter, Charlotte. Join me in prayer as we begin this conversation with my friend. Here we go. Hey, Jordan. Hey. Hey. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you back. So you were on with us last August. You guys, Jordan McKinney, remember the school teacher down on Pensacola Beach who, while teaching her class, would watch the waves roll in on the Gulf of Mexico? Yes, Jordan McKinney is back with us. (laughs) And how's it going? How are you? Catch us up to speed on all things Jordan McKinney. Um, we are just in a busy season right now. I guess since the last time we were on, I had my book come out and was published on New Year's Eve. Awesome. Um, 
we have, you know, I know we mentioned it at the end of the last podcast. We started an organization, hopefully soon an official nonprofit, Positively Pensacola. And we're in the middle of recruitment season right now at that. So that's always fun. And, and of course, I know not as um, on a, I guess, a, a positive note, uh, we did find out a few weeks ago that my daughter was diagnosed with leukemia. Mm. Um, so that has definitely been a game changer, but it always a lesson in faith in God and um, has definitely impacted our family. And of course, not at so great ways, but then we've seen a lot of God's love as well. So just a lot of things going on, but plenty to look forward to. Yes. And the fact that you are keeping such a positive outlook, I mean, that's God. I mean, the fact that you are just sharing, you know, what is going on in y'all's life and that you guys have hope in this season is just, that's God. And so if you don't mind, Jordan, just speaking to um, someone who's listening to this, that when you just said that your daughter has leukemia, just through them, if you can just talk to them about where your strength comes from. I know I've been reading your blog and staying up to date with you. Just talk to us about where your strength is coming from in this season. I think it's definitely coming through trying to find the little lessons we're taking from this experience and then turning them back into the word. Um, and I know it's my verse later that I'll talk about, but taking little things like we, you know, we wait three days in between our doctor's appointments and seeing that in the way of like, you know, Easter weekend and Good Friday and looking at being a mom and trying to find, you know, the hope and seeing those in Bible verses as well, Mm -hmm. continually going back to that and truly seeing God and the people that have really been there for us throughout this season, whether they're people that we see all the time or not, they've really kind of rallied around us, especially a lot of my former students, families have been there for me. Um, They made like little shirts for, um, for Charlotte and her honor, you know, saying courage for Charlotte and just a lot. I mean, you have to, when there's negative in the uncontrollable, you find the positive in the people in your life and what you can control. And I think that's what our family's doing right now is focusing on what we have power over and not sitting there feeling so helpless in the days we're waiting for more information or we're sitting there in a doctor's appointment because you can't do anything about that. So I think that's where we are is just trying to enjoy the things that we have power over. I love how you're clinging to Christ. I love how you're clinging to his word because in his word, there is hope and there is life in his scripture, in his words to help you get through to that next doctor's appointment. Like you shared with us, Jordan, thank you for sharing that. We're going to continue to pray for your family. I know my husband and I have been praying for y'all. And then just as a podcast, like you guys, come on, let's just lift up Jordan and her family in prayer. And Jordan, I just feel like we should pray for you right now before we, we're going to get into book goals, talking about how to make goals for 2021 with books. But do you mind if we just pray for you as a podcast? No, of course. Okay. Um, Lord, thank you so much for Jordan and her family. Thank you for Charlotte. Lord, we just lift up Charlotte to you. We just ask that you hold her in your hands, Lord, and you just use Charlotte for your glory. We know that you have mighty things planned for Charlotte. You made her fearfully and wonderfully. 
She is awesome. And Lord, we just pray that you just be the divine miracle worker that comes inside of Charlotte and just heals her like only you can. We are praying for a miracle. We believe that you can do it. We have faith that you can do it. We see that you are real and alive and well. And Lord, we are just asking for your hand of just healing on Charlotte. And I pray the same for her family as they are coming alongside her. Lord, I pray that they are strong and courageous in you and encouraging her through this time. And I just pray that you just give them energy, Lord, and give them encouragement, Lord, and that you are feeding into them, just breathing your breath of life into the family around Charlotte to just encourage them and make them the light, make them the light. You are the light and just breathe your breath of life into them as they are taking Charlotte to these doctor's appointments, giving them the energy to make each doctor's appointment and just having hope that there is a cure for this and that Lord, you can do it. I pray for her doctors and her nurses. Lord, I just pray that you anoint them and that you just give them clarity about what is going on. And Lord, we need you. We love you and we praise you. We pray for Charlotte. We pray for Jordan and her family, Lord. And I just pray for this podcast community to take this seriously about rallying around Jordan and Charlotte and just to continue praying for them just after this podcast, just to put you guys on their prayer list and that we just rally around you guys as a podcast community in prayer because prayer does work. Prayer is powerful. We love you and praise you and need you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's talk about some books. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so readingandrose.net. This is how I've been yes. staying up to date with you guys. I'm not on Instagram right now, so I've been reading uh, there. And I mean, you have a book club too called Books and Bubbly with Positively Pensacola. And yes. I love how you love books because you love it for every single person. Like you don't discriminate whether they're young or old. You're just like, yes, let's get into some books and let's read. So tell us about just your passion for books, how that started, and then um, what you're encouraging people to do um, reading books in this new year. So I have always been, I would get, I guess, a bookworm since I was a girl. I always got from my family gift cards to Barnes and Nobles and Books Million and would be there for hours. And growing up, um, it was something that I love to do. I am not athletic in any way, shape or form. And so you may not have seen me running around outside. I was probably the kid curled up with a book inside. <laughs> um, and that really, I kind of fell off of the book reading for a while, I think as life got busier. And within a, what was it, three or four years ago, I really started reading again. And our friend, mutual friend Julia had mentioned, you know, you should start a book club. And I did in 2017, it was March. So nearly three years ago. Um, and that was such a huge turning point in my life because books, I think, get a bad rap. I think when people think about reading, they think of a little grandma sitting in a chair with like a cup of coffee <laughs> and knitting. And it just kind of has this like nerdy connotation to it that people tend to put on, though I do believe COVID has kind of changed to that a little bit uh, right, because right. people have all been trapped inside now. So now you're right. all stuck inside with me in some yeah. form reading. Yes. But what's been great is, and we've done this in book club, is the ability to take a book 
you can have so many life lessons that come from it that, you know, we started our book club with the book Grace Not Perfection by Emily Lay. Right. We went into some Lisa Turkist. It was a obviously a Christian book club. Mm-hmm. And we did have people in the book club that were not, you know, we're not Christians and trying to write questions because I write all the discussion questions and you'll find those on my website too. Okay. That I love to share. And I found turning books into a way that you can make them almost like a devotional, like self-reflective and faith reflective is so rewarding and also making it so that I'll be honest, when we would have book club meetings, you may have 10 girls. When it's a nonfiction book, sometimes it's like one of those, you know, autobiography sorts like Lisa writes, like uninvited um, or Emily Lay, girls would kind of not listen to it. And so over the years, I've worked hard trying to read more fiction books and then turning those almost into a devotional self-reflective type reading experience. And so that has been really fun. And three years later, and we're still hosting women of all walks of life and our home and talking about them. So it's definitely been a positive impact. There is a community out there, people that love to read, what are some of the nicest women I've ever met? Uh, people I've never even met in real life who will send me books in the mail and really? say, you know, we're just thinking about you. Yeah, this happened multiple times. That's and awesome. um, yeah, they're like, oh, you'll love this book and they'll send it to you. Like, it's just incredibly nice people in that community, which is really cool. Um, if you've never checked, it's called Bookstagram. It's like people who are on Instagram talking about books. It's its own like little world that I never knew existed until COVID. Um, but it's a lot of fun, but I think reading has such power and the ability to make us really reflect on ourselves and become better people for it. Yes, I totally agree. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So our pastor down at upper room church, he shares a book all the time, like in his when yes. he's preaching, he'll be like, I read this and it's like, wow, you know, I didn't look at the Bible like that. Like I just learned that from this guy's book. And it's like, yes, we want to stick to the Bible. We love the Bible. Like that is our life. That is our hope. It's so cool to see what God has put on other people's hearts. You know, when you're reading yeah. somebody else's book, it's like, wow, I didn't see it like that, but that's beautiful. You know, that's so, I feel so educated. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I, I mean, book clubs are something that I'm just now getting into. I'm not going to lie to you, Jordan, um, growing up, not a good reader at all, but I've been reading a bunch because it's been just helping me in all aspects of life. It's really, man, I'm, this is going to sound like a dumb thing to say, but I feel, uh, more wise when I, when I read a book. <laughs> yes. Oh, my I'm brain smart. feels a lot stronger. <laughs> I know what you mean. I totally get it. If I, if I, I associate books with like going to the gym, like, you know, and you haven't worked out in months and getting on that treadmill the first time is the worst thing in the world. And you feel so weak and just flimsy. That's how my brain feels when I've taken a break off of reading for a long time. And I have to like build back up the stamina to read. I mean, seriously. So I'm on your website. I'm checking it out readingandrose.net because if people want to get connected and they want to be a part of your book club, because I mean, new year, um, I know probably people have book goals that they, and we'll, let's talk about book goals too, but um, yes. I want, if people are, you know, at home listening to this cleaning or if they're, whatever they're doing, if they want to check you um, out on your website, where do you recommend they go to get more information about the book club? 
Yes. So definitely you can go on there. Um, and we have book club like twice a month okay. at various locations. So that's always an option. And then on the, on the website, you'll find all of the books that I've read and okay. I put, I rate them on a scale of one to five. So it kind of gives you an idea. And those questions I was talking about that are self-reflective that I write, there okay. are several books on there, different genres that have some of those questions that you can use maybe as you're reading and want to try it out. So there, those are there as well. Beautiful. This website is absolutely beautiful. Okay. So at bookstagram, we'll check that out too. I know that's not you, but it's a book community. Um, cause we're just diving in. We're just going to get all into yeah. the books this year. So if we want to make book goals, um, you know, how do we do that? I mean, we we're ambitious, you know? Yes. <laughs> how do we do so first that? off, and I'm going to share this with you later after you were, we were talking about this. I was like, I need to write all these down and I'll, I'll share a list of seven goal, the uh, steps you can take to become a a better reader, read smarter, okay. not harder. Right. Um, the first thing I would say is start small. I think that, like I said, you have this connotation of if I'm going to read, I have to read for like an hour and it has to be every day. And that's just not true. Um, it's as sad as it is in the world we live in, you have to start smaller because our attention span is not very long. If you've ever noticed how many times you pick up a phone, right in a minute exactly. and so I think just realizing like okay if I'm going to read a chapter or a couple pages a night like that's okay and sometimes maybe even picking books that are a little bit smaller and because I for I'll read like a 400 500 page book and that takes a long time I don't know if I would suggest that right off the bat I know that but, that scared me when you said that I was like wow think of how thick that yeah. would be yeah, it's a lot, but I think starting small and knowing that you're going to kind of have to force yourself. If you're not a typical reader, it's going to take a little bit of time to kind of get into a habit, just like anything else um, is sitting there and actually carving that time out for yourself. Okay. And another thing I would suggest is I, and this is so hard. I think that sometimes we get put in a box when we're reading that we have to read certain books because they're everywhere because they're on Oprah's reading list or Reese Witherspoon's reading list. And these have to be the books that we should be reading. And it's not necessarily the case. Okay. I, um, I would suggest go in person to a library or bookstore and check out, look around, see what books really appeal to you. Because sometimes I will feel pressure to read a book that, cause everybody tells me it's great. And then I end up not loving it. Okay. So you kind of have to go with yourself and what you feel is interesting to you. Yes. And I love how you mentioned the library because we went to the bookstore this last weekend and I'm all about spending money on a good book. So expensive. I'm not going to complain about it because that's not what this podcast is about, but I'm just going to tell you there is an, a, another option called the public library. <laughs> yes. And it's definitely worth using. I've always liked it. And I would also suggest when we're setting those book cult goals, Let's say, and I do this all the time. You'll grab a book. You're like, this is going to be an amazing read. No matter right. what the genre is, you take it home and it sits on your end nightstand for hours and days and weeks. And then maybe you eventually pick it up and you get to like page three and you put it back down. Right. My students would do this all the time. And it drove me absolutely nuts because they would come up and say, I want to change my book out. And I'd say, well, did you read any of it? Right. Well, no. Well, then how do you know that it's good or not if you right. haven't actually read it? So I always try to force myself to push it to 50. 
okay. push yourself to reach to page 50 so that you are actually going to get to know the characters and to dive into the plot a little bit more. And then if you get to that point, it's okay not to finish a book because then you're just going to burn yourself out if okay. you get to that point and haven't okay. read it. That's good. Read to page 50. Got it. Yes. Okay, what's next for us? I would say audiobooks, okay. use them. I mean, of course, I love podcasts too, right. but audiobooks are great. Sample the audiobook before you buy it because sometimes right. those voices make it or break it. Mm -hmm. There have been many books that I could not finish because I just couldn't handle the narration. Right. And I think this is one, I think, especially as you guys are jumping into your 2021 year, a lot of us want to go gravitate towards those self-help books or those um, girl wash your face, those kind right. of type books. Right. And what I found more people than not do not succeed in actually finishing those books. Okay. Why? Be because it is very hard to, depending on your style, stay and entertained in someone else's story. That's not a fiction based story. Mm -hmm which is ironic because that's the kind of books that, and blogs that I write, okay. but I do know that. And I've, ha I've hosted enough book clubs to know that a lot of times those are the kind of books that sometimes my girls don't finish. Okay. But it's okay if that's not the style you like. If you're saying, I want to work on myself and be a better person, pick a book that even if it's fiction, main character maybe has a character trait that you could that you want to work on in yourself okay and then begin reading it and when there's a quote in that book that you're like okay this speaks to me write it down think on it and you'll be able to get a lot more out of it than some of those self-help books that are out there mm. so i like that you said like picking a character trait that you want to work on yourself Cause that, yeah. I mean, you can see that on the back of the book, like you'll read about what you'll learn from this book. I mean, obviously a lot of different things, but if there's just like one character trait that you want to work on, cause girl, wash your face talks about a variety of things. And I, I, I did read that. Well, I lied. I didn't read it. I got the audio book <laughs> and I loved it because she read it and it was so yes. encouraging. That, that is I a don't huge thing. Yes. I don't know if yes, I would have felt can, like that if I would have just picked it up, you know, and read it. And I did the audiobook too. And that's the thing. One of my favorites, for example, is the Magnolia story by Joanna and Chip Gaines. Okay. And yes. that one is them. They narrate that book oh. on Audible. So it does. And Emily Lay always narrates her books. John Barton narrates hers. Yes. So those, those do, that makes such a difference. If you can find an audiobook where the person the if it's a biography that someone's reading then it's wonderful that's pretty much the way I get through those but it has been great too we I would say the first half of a year to a year of book club we we kind of stuck to that genre and more often than not people wouldn't finish it but it was nice to get into the fiction because you really can write questions that are very thought-provoking and it can make you really think um, which I have really enjoyed and seeing that kind of play out. So I would just say, give any book a chance. You never know what you're going to like, but anything that you can make self-reflective that makes you kind of grow, not only as a reader, but as a person, as you read along is going to make a lasting impact on you. Girl, these questions are so intense. And this is my favorite part about your questions in the, 
you know, after you've read these books is that there's no wrong answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's, that's the point. Like I was so sad. So obviously with Charlotte, I've not been able to go to book club. So right. I've been missing the questions that I write for it. But right. with the, we, like we've been reading Becoming by Michelle Obama, just okay. as something like, and I've never, you know, I've never read the book. And I, I to be honest, I didn't know a lot about her personally yeah. before. Yeah. But for example, it was talking, she was talking about learning the piano and it said like the middle C of the piano is the anchoring point where you can find all of the other keys as you're playing. Okay. If you lay your thumb on middle C, everything else falls automatically into place. And so then you can write a question like, okay, what is something in my life that kind of acts as that anchoring point for me when I'm lost and I need to find my place in the world? Yes, like you Jesus. can take, exactly. <laughs> yes. you, but that's the thing. You can take any book and make it more devotional like, but it doesn't right. have to be the same, you know, five authors sometimes that we feel like we have to read as Christians right. or else we're not going to be good Christians reading these kind of books. Right. And that's not true. And right. it gives Christians such a bad rap sometimes. And so it was nice when we would have girls that would come to book clubs who weren't Christians. Mm -hmm. And then we're sitting there and talking about it. It's like, you can still have these conversations with us, still be a part of it but not feel awkward. And right. hopefully through that experience, maybe you're going to be a little bit closer to stepping out into your faith and getting to know Jesus. Oh yeah. But that's what's so fun about it. That's so good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but the way that I came to Christ was a girlfriend like drugged me to church and I'm like, yes, same. Oh. Yeah. And, and I was like the awkward person, you know? And then I realized, I was yeah. like, Oh, this is about a relationship with me and Jesus. Like he wants what's best for me. This is so great. Anyway, Okay, this is great. What's next? I would say find some book mentors or some, or some, uh, and what I mean by that is going online and seeing who is, you know, some, some accounts that you can follow. I'll have it on a post for you guys. You yes. can see some that are not my own that you can kind of check out and see. I follow them because I sometimes want suggestions of other books to read. Okay. And it kind of, sometimes you just need your hand held and to take you out to figure it out. Um, okay. so those are always, always good. Okay. Um, and then my last one is, it's just, it's okay not to finish a book. It's okay. I have done this many times where I will force myself to finish a book because I told someone I would peer pressure, right. or I feel like I'm a type A OCD perfectionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to finish everything I start. And then what ends up happening is when you force to feel, do something that you don't feel a connection to, you have burned yourself out and you will, it'll be harder for you to get back on the horse and to read again. It's the same so true. If you, yes. Like whenever I go run, I've run a half marathon and I'll go do it even though I don't like it. And then I won't work out for like two months right? because I've just burned myself out. And that is setting yourself up for failure. So okay. if you get to that page 50 yes, yes, and you're not connected, it is okay to tell yourself like, it's okay. Maybe you've lost an audible credit or you spent a little bit of money at the bookstore, but it's better to keep your groove going than to force yourself to do something that you don't feel passionate about. I just had a book recently where I was reading it and like words were coming off the pages and just like going out the window. I didn't even know what yeah. I was reading. And I'm like, Lord, I just want this book to go away, but I left it on the counter. I just kept looking at it every day. I'd pass by. I'm like, I need to finish that book. I need to finish that book. And I did finish it. It was really challenging to finish that, but man, I'm same thing. The half marathon story. Yes. Same thing. 
So now I'm reading another book and I am just not very confident because it took me so long to read that last book. So uh, I just coach, can you coach me through like getting back on the horse and reading again and like moving forward and all that stuff? Cause I'm sure I'm not the only one who like needs some motivation to like dive into a book and finish the book, you know, and like read it. I mean, this is a good book. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's hard. And so whenever you get to that, we, you know, the, the didn't read or didn't finish pile of a book. This happens to me sometimes where we'll read a book together for book club or something where I finished it. I, or I didn't, and I didn't love it. And I will feel just kind of defeated a little bit because like, well, I didn't finish that book. So should I even be starting another book if I didn't finish that one? And of course the answer is yes. My suggestion, always go back to your middle C, for example, on that piano quote, go back to the type of genre that you love. Okay. Every Mine is, for example, historical fiction. I'm that kind of book nerd that loves a good historical fiction book. Okay. So if I have just read a book that was not in my wheelhouse or that I didn't particularly love, I oh like I did that right now. I'm going back into a historical fiction piece and okay. then I'll start branching out into others. Um, okay. And that helps me or, and not everybody can do this because I have a lot of friends who say I'm crazy for doing this. I have books that I listen to multiple at one time. Okay, I, that's a lot. And I know- yes. I love it. But it helps because right now I'm listening to a historical fiction book. I'm listening to Becoming. Okay. I'm waiting for Emily Lay's Growing Boldly to come out. Yes. And I have different moods. And so sometimes I don't want to listen to an autobiography by someone. And sometimes I don't want to listen to a very intense, you know, drama piece. Sometimes, right. you know, you want a little bit more like of a silly rom-com and that's okay. And right. so I do like having those options, but if you're a one book kind of gal and you're in a rut, I would say go with a book that you know is going to be that middle, see that sweet spot for you that okay. you have a good feeling you're actually going to finish and it's going to help you slowly get back into the habit. It's just about getting that first you know, week of consistency back and you'll be fine. Okay. Well, thank you. That sweet spot is this book. And I'm going to share it with you because I feel like you'll know what I'm talking about because it's really popular. Christine Kane, uh, she mentioned it and like recommended it on social media. And I'm like, yes, of course, whatever you say, Christine Kane, I will buy this. Book. Yes. Um, but it's called forgiving what you can't forget, discover yeah, how ooh, to move on, good. make peace with painful memories and create a life that's beautiful again. And that's by Lisa Turkhurst. I just messed up her name. Turkish, yes. Somebody's going to forgive yes. me. <laughs> I, no, I, I love her. She's wonderful. She's actually, I'm in her compel writing course thing that you can do um, if you're working on your writing. And so I'll listen to a presentation she's giving Wednesday, but okay. she's a wonderful author. I always love her books. So that I'm sure that one's going to be great. I haven't read that one. Okay. But that's the thing. You found your sweet spot. And so you're going to get back into your groove and that will help you propel yourself forward. And, you know, it's good sometimes to take chances outside of genres that aren't, are, are usual. Sometimes I really enjoy it, but no, you can always go back to what makes you comfortable if you need a little bit of a break. Right. Right. Okay. So we've talked about books. I feel like we have some good goals, seven steps to be a successful reader in 2021, put that on Pinterest. Okay. Like boom, ready to go. Um, the other thing that we want to talk about is your blog, because first of all, your website is gorgeous. Like the whole website, readinginrose.net. 
and you've got, you know, the books, that's a section on there and then the blog. So walk us through blogging and just, because I'm sure people who are listening to this have thought about starting a blog, you know, and it's like, is anybody going to read it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, that, isn't that the, you... That's the question I ask myself all the time. <laughs> but, but then I, but here's the thing you and I am the same person where I will question to that, even if I see the numbers come in and I know that there are people reading it. Right. But first off, be okay with not writing fours. You need to be okay writing for yourself okay. and for God's glory. Yes. You, if you get wrapped up in the numbers game, you are going to psych yourself out. So don't yes. do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I, I am the first to break that all the time. Right. Because I'll even, I'll even think, oh my gosh, I posted this and it's not many people have read it. And it's like, it doesn't matter because it could be one person who wrote, read what you wrote and it resonates with them. Right. Um, so I, I mean, I would say, write what's on your heart. First thing I would do before you even start a blog is write out 10 things that you are would like to write about like 10 posts off the top of your head. And I'm sure the same with podcasting is you want to make sure you have some content ready to go right before you just dive in and spend all of this time. Right. Which is helpful and just write from your heart. That really is where you're going to do your best. I, I use it more as a catharsis, like processing what's going on and putting it on paper and okay. right now, you know, that has definitely been a help to me. So I would say first step, evaluate why do you want to do it? Okay. And then, and go for it, but see what, what, it, what are you hoping to get out of it? Because that is going to, I think also determine, you know, how do you get started? What do you want to write about? And not losing yourself. Right. And all the craziness of creating the website and trying to promote it and writing and, getting in your own head and it just can be a lot. Right. I think just to tack on to that, cause I do want to dive deeper with the blog and just like how to start one and be encouraged in that, you know, for God's gain. I just want to tack on, um, first Corinthians 10 31, because I kind of, sh I struggled with this. Well, I do struggle with this, with the podcast of just like being reminded that it's all for God's glory. It's all for God's glory. Um, because it's really easy to get wrapped up in like, oh, this interview fell through or, oh, you know, the audio, my audio was terrible or whatever. Um, so I just want to encourage you to scripture. First uh, Corinthians 10 31 says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I mean, just do it all for the glory of God. You know what I'm saying? Like, even yeah. if it's like, wow, this is not how I planned. It's like, yes, praise the Lord because he directs our steps. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yes. It's so good. And the thing that, um, I just want to encourage you, Jordan, like, I'm so proud of you for starting this blog because you're putting yourself out there for God's glory. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not doing it and just like, God's not going to forget you. You know what I'm saying? Like you're yeah. doing it to bring awareness to Christ. Like God is real. God's alive. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Um, we're just like trying to use our platforms for Jesus. You know what I mean? Like whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So I love that you have this podcast, okay, not podcast, um, blog. Okay. So tell us, um, with the blog, this is, there's like different sections to it. Lots of content, lots of pictures. Um, if someone is wanting to 
start a blog, you're telling them, you know, get some content ready to go. I want to see what you think about this. I had a news director one time who said, I don't even know how he got on the subject, but he was saying that um, to write a book, it is good to have a blog first and like put all the content that you want to out on a blog. And then that will turn into a book. I mean, it won't be exactly the same words because you're writing different on a blog compared to a book. But what do you think about that? I think it's definitely a good starting place. I didn't like, I didn't necessarily do that with the book that I had just written, but I'm already thinking of writing another, especially through this season. And I feel like a lot of the things that have been my blog posts would be, are ones that because of the reaction that people have sent me from them, right. It kind of gauges whether it's something that an audience really needs in their life. Right. And you can kind of feel that out. And I will say that is if you're wanting to be a writer, that's the best part. Okay. There are, there have been blog posts that I've written that I realize sometimes you kind of figure out which ones you wrote more for yourself. Okay. And which ones you wrote more for others. Mm, And that really helps you kind of hone in on what maybe God is trying to convey through you. If that keep makes going. sense. So like, for yeah, example, I wrote, I wrote a blog post that was about anxiety. Um, I do, I am diagnosed with anxiety. I do take medicine for it. I let anybody on the street know that. Cause I know that I'm not afraid to say that. And I know a lot of other women go through the same right. things, yes. but that was a post I realized that was more like for me, like I needed to get those feelings out there. Mm. Whereas one of my posts that I wrote for you know, during this time with Charlotte resonated with a lot more of other people. And it was more about feeling like you were lost in a season as a mom, you can't help your child, you don't know what to do. And those are really trying and difficult times. And I wrote those more for, for other moms out there that may be going through maybe not leukemia or cancer, but they're going through a period where they are just so completely lost. And I compared it to trying to find a light switch in the darkness and how Jesus is that light switch for us. Um, and that's why God put him there was to be that light when the world needed it most. And that resonated with people maybe more so than the anxiety piece. And because that's something that maybe more people needed to hear and you kind of just learn what it is that maybe people need out there and how you can bring more of God into it and less of yourself. Right. And yes. that has been an interesting journey. It, it also forces me to dive a little bit more into scripture because yes. I will like think of a feeling. And then it was like, I was saying the three days I was walking out of the hospital one day with Charlotte. And I was like, gosh, I, I hate the days in between her doctor's appointments because I feel so anxious because I feel like okay. I'm just waiting. Okay. And immediately my mind thought to, I wonder if that's how Mary felt, mm. just what are you supposed to do when the worst has happened and you're okay. just sitting and waiting for the next thing to happen for any hope. And it's like, you know, when she was wait, Jesus was dead. What did she do? They went and they got spices because that's how you honor your child. Mm. And they were preparing to go and visit him. And so what did I do is I, you know, looked more into scripture about someone called it the awkward Saturday between, you know, Good Friday and Easter Sunday. 
Right. And it kind of forced me to look more into scripture because of that and ended up writing the pieces, hope in the darkness based off of that. And so it's just interesting to kind of let your audience almost take you on a journey with what they need to hear from you and what words of God they need to hear too. Yes, girl, hope in the darkness. You started off Hebrews 11, one. Yes. Like put in that scripture. That is what I'm talking about. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen. Yes. Like you are seeking scripture in this time. It is alive. And just this blog is so humbling to read just where God is taking you in this time. Like when we are weak, God is strong. That's what this tells me. And I'm going to read this prayer that you write at the end because Lord, like take this burden off of us, whatever, insert your burden here. Like, whoo. Okay. Here's this prayer. I love it. You write on your blog, Lord, may you wash over our weariness with the light of your enduring love and the hope of peace in our hearts that you may take our burdens from us in the light of a new day in Jesus name. Amen. Like talk to us about just like seeking that new day. If you can just kind of dive into where your thought process was in writing that. Um, I had written that after just the trials of my daughter. She has to go get a lumbar puncture twice a week right now. Okay. Um, and you know, they have to put her under and she gets chemo on Friday and just a lot of burdens as I wrote in that prayer, just right. that you feel, and she's looking at me and she can't communicate because my daughter is 15 months old. Right. And I just, I remember after I said like how Mary took that time to do what she could And I really feel like since I wrote that, it's been a lot easier in our home because we focus more on taking off the burdens of stress and Googling like WebMDing everything. Yeah. The worst, which I I was, I was doing, I was doing in between the doctor's appointments for weeks. Mm -hmm. I was just Googling all of what does this gene mutation mean? And, um, just taking off the burden of that and enjoying the light of the moments of, you know, even when she doesn't feel well, snuggling and watching Cinderella or her and I dancing while we're cleaning, you know, deep cleaning one of the rooms and just enjoying those moments and God's glory in those moments versus focusing the darkness of those others that yes, are going to happen. Am I still going to feel sad and have heaviness in my heart when I'm taking her to get a lumbar puncture? I'm her mom, but that is also God taking that upon himself too, especially in the days in between when there's nothing else we can do but delight in him and delight in the happiness that he brings in those days. Um, and seeing his light also in the people that we meet in the hospital and trying to find the joys even in the even in the dark days. And um, that's just been a very, a very interesting experience. I'm trying to think of a better adjective, but just trying to learn faith in a new way. I think that I'm very fortunate that I feel like Yes, I've had tribulations and trials in my life, but this is definitely taking the cake and it's very humbling, but it's also so beautiful in seeing God in the way that he works through others and works and you trying to mold yourself to meet the situation. Mm. 
Mm, yeah, we are clay. We are clay in the potter's hands for sure. Yeah. Um, talk to us about, this is my favorite part of the whole podcast. I'm so excited. Your favorite verse in this season, just what is God showing you through scripture and like what, um, what scripture is really popping out to you and molding you and shaping you? I picked Psalm 27, 13, 14. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Mm. Um, I think in the beginning of 2021, I think we all are waiting, whether that's like we're waiting for the world to get back to normal. We are waiting for some goal that we've set up for ourselves that maybe got held off because of COVID or for me waiting for the news that my daughter is healed. We're all waiting for something right now. And the reality is we just have to trust in him that he's going to bring goodness even here while we're still on earth. Yes. And taking those moments and being okay in the wait and making the most of the wait, because you know, we've always heard it's all about the journey, not necessarily the destination. Right. And that's the beauty. I think that we as a people right now need to collectively take I know that we're still living in a world where maybe a lot of us are hurting from right. COVID. Right. Um, and we're, I feel like we all kind of, at least I didn't think this was this, think this way, but we were waiting for the ball to drop on 2021 and okay, it's a new year. We've been waiting for this moment. And yet a lot of us are still waiting for the normal. And the reality is while we're sitting there waiting, we could be making the most of what God's goodness has given us in this time. Yes. And enjoying that time because we're never going to get this back, this slowness, this lull period that has really never been for many of us in our lives before. Right. And may never be again. And we have to enjoy it and realize that that's okay. And that God has so many good plans for you while you're sitting there in the wait and just to, to try and enjoy it. Right. I mean, faith without works is dead. I don't know why when you were saying that, I was just like, that popped up in my head. But um, yes, in this waiting period, it's just like we continue the faith. Like we continue, like, you know, just like going to the gym, lifting the weights, you know, we keep that faith. We keep drawing near to him, keep seeking his word. Um, yeah, that that's good stuff, girl. Thank you for sharing Psalms 27, 13 through 14. Um, really appreciate that. And is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Any, um, you know, how do we connect with you and get involved in your book club? You can connect with me. Uh, my Instagram is reading and Rose, and I know um, that you shared it reading and Right. If you are in the Pensacola area and you were just looking for your girl gang, we have moms, we have single ladies, we have women of all ages. Um, super easy to get involved. We're actually in the middle of recruitment and okay. you can go to positivelypensacola.org. And there is our books and bubbly sign up is on that page. So you can get dived in right into a book club here in Pensacola. It's such a great way to get involved. And also we do service in the Pensacola community as well. So it's always a great way to get plugged in. So whether you're just here along in a virtual book club with me, or you want to meet in person and meet some other ladies too, you have both options. I love it. Positivelypensacola.org. Oh my goodness, girl, this website is gorgeous. Like, hello, <laughs> Pensacola. We are on the map, like Pensacola. I'm <laughs> just saying. Yep. So cute, I like girl. making websites. <laughs> You're really good at it. Man, I need some advice. We have a um, website right now for Broadcast is Love. And I don't, I don't know what to do with it. You have all these call to actions. I like that. 
I like that. Well, I would be happy to help you. So just let me know how I can help and we'll make it happen. Thanks girl. I appreciate your time, Jordan. You know, we always end every podcast praying in Jesus name. Lord, I pray we decrease and Lord, you increase in our lives in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's an honor and a privilege to bring you this podcast and be able to broadcast God's love. I pray that when you're listening to this, your heart just gets bigger knowing that God is real, God is alive, and he has plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope in a future. Jordan McKinney, you can find her on Instagram to connect with her at jordan.mckinney. And I do want to encourage you with Matthew 5 verses 14 through 16 talking about Jesus is the light of the world. Here we go. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Living life with Christ, you guys, is fun and exciting. It's not a drag. Seeking God is is not always the easiest thing to do. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to choose Jesus instead of what we feel like we wanna do, how we're feeling in that moment, or what we want to say to that person. But Jesus reigns. God is wisdom. God is light. He is the light of the world. And I just wanna encourage you today to seek him with all you have, every single thing that you have. Seek him and he will make your path straight. Like we talked about in the beginning, Proverbs 16, three, I'll say it again, commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. I pray you have confidence in that today. Being strong and courageous in whatever you do. God reigns. He's number one. He's our Mac Daddy. You guys have a great week. I pray you broadcast God's love wherever you are today and that you review this podcast. Please leave us a review. It helps get the word out about the podcast. Share it with your friends. That helps out a ton. And if you'd like to, connect with us on Instagram at Broadcast His Love. We've got details on what we talked about in the description of this podcast. You all have a great week, Lord willing. We'll talk to you all next week where we talk with the CEO and founder of Glorify. It's a free app that you can get on your smartphone. It reads God's word. It then talks about God's word. And then it does an awesome meditation to think about God's word. So go ahead and download that app, Glorify. It's free in your app store. Let's start getting into God's word together. That would be awesome as a podcast community, listening to Glorify together for God's glory. You all have a great week and Lord willing, we'll talk to you all next week here on Broadcast is Love.